0: Welcome back to the Call to Both podcast. This is part three of our diversified revenue series. So far in this series, we have covered the topic of affiliate marketing and understanding your many options as a business owner when it comes to making money and making money in new ways in your business. So if you missed those episodes, I encourage you go back and listen to those after this one. But You can absolutely jump here into this episode today and you're not going to be out of place because today we are gonna be talking about creating new offers in your business, both coming up with ideas and selling them to your audience. Hello and welcome to the called to both podcast. I'm your host Joy Michelle and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. As we've been talking about ways to build new revenue streams, I think a natural next step for many of you will be to think about creating a new offer for your business and for your audience. And a lot of times the idea of introducing something new to your audience can be daunting or overwhelming and a lot of times I start to hear questions from my coaching clients like okay well what if it doesn't sell I wish I knew what my audience really wanted from me or maybe you have an idea of what that digital product might be in your business but you don't know if people want something totally different from you and you want to make sure before you invest the time that this is truly what they want. And I do not want you to waste your time creating offers that nobody wants. So today I have three ways that you can know what your audience wants from you before you spend any significant amount of time actually creating it. Okay, so each of these three ways to know what your audience actually wants from you are things that I have utilized in my own business and this stuff is so powerful. It really works. It is gonna help you to understand what your audience wants from you and sell the things to them. First way to know what your audience wants from you, number one, polls and surveys. Simply asking your audience what they want from you so underrated, and so many times people are skipping this step, and let me tell you, it has been so impactful for me and my business. This can look like a formal survey, which I've done multiple times. I think I've done this every year for the past three years, and I've used Typeform. I've used Google Forms. I've used paid softwares like Typeform, like I've upgraded, and I've just used free forms like Google Forms. The point here is to gather that information from your audience, asking them some really strategic questions, making sure that you are putting blanks and opportunities for them to tell you what they want from you, as well as multiple choice, as well as, you know, fill in the blank type stuff so that you really know what to do next in your business and what they're really seeing you as being the expert in. So when I've done this in the past, I Always do some kind of giveaway to incentivize people to actually complete the survey. I make sure the survey is really short. It's something that can be done in just a couple of minutes. So I'm really careful and picky about the questions. And I have just learned so much about my audience from this, and I can't stress this enough. I actually created Hobby to Pro Toolkit based on survey results. I realized there were so many more photographers in my audience than I realized before that were in this place of like overwhelm and confusion in the starting and growing stages of business. And I wanted to solve that with an all-in-one tool. I wanted to just say, here is all of it. Like the contracts, the templates, the guides, the pricing guides, everything, just the whole thing. And that is how I created what has become a bestseller in my business, which previous to that, I probably would have overcomplicated it. I didn't know that that's what my audience wanted. Another way that you can survey your audience in a less formal way is through Instagram polls, using the polls feature, the votes feature. I've done this so many times, especially if I am asking them, my audience, like, would you rather hear about this topic or this topic? And a lot of times, whatever your most popular topics are in your content are great indicators of what you need to be doing as a paid offer as well. You can also do polls in Facebook groups. If you have a Facebook group, this is a fantastic place to do a poll. Or if you are in Facebook groups that allow you to post polls, you can create those where people vote and talk about maybe their pain points, their needs, what their questions are. Super powerful. Another great way without creating a whole survey to help understand what your audience wants from you or whether there's any interest at all in what you're creating okay the second way to know if something is going to sell before you actually create it is to create a waitlist so once you have a product in mind you might be wondering is this actually going to sell and a waitlist is an incredible way to gauge the interest of your audience in something Without having to actually build the thing. So, I used a waitlist when I was developing Hobby to Pro Toolkit. So, I knew Hobby to Pro Toolkit was gonna come to market. I knew I needed to finish that, but I decided as I talk about this, as I share behind the scenes and share what I'm building and how I'm building it, I'm gonna put waitlist links all over my content. So, I'm kind of just hitting two birds with one stone. I get to show people what I'm working on, but I'm also gonna let people get on a waitlist. Of course, this isn't a guarantee that someone's going to buy that thing when the product comes out, but this is a great indicator of how interested your audience is in that thing. And when I finally did bring Hobby to Pro Toolkit to market, I ended up making in like four days, $10,000 or more. It was more. It was over $10,000 launch on a $97 product. So that was incredible, and, and the wait list was a big part of this. Now, I will say a like, little side note, make sure that the wait list part of your promotion is really, really close to when you're actually going to sell it, because you want to make sure that people don't forget that they got on this wait list at all, and I think it's most impactful if you do this in a strategically timed kind of way. So that's a little side note, and one of the reasons why I think it worked so well in my Hobby to Pro Toolkit launch. Okay, tip number three is to pre-sell it with an actual checkout cart. So you can let people buy this thing before it's actually created and they know that they're gonna get it on a later date. A great way for you to basically be paid to create something and reduce all the risk of creating an entire course or an entire program, especially something a little bit more elaborate like a video course, and then not know if people are gonna buy it. I've actually done this before. I sold a program, I sold um, Hook and Book Brides in this exact way but I called it a beta it was a paid beta round and you can really call it whatever you want you can call it a pre-sale a live sale a beta you know whatever you want as long as it is clear that the program won't be immediately available you can put together a checkout cart and this is really amazing because you'll learn if people want it you could even create a threshold in your mind of hey I want to see five to ten sales if we don't get five to ten sales and we really launched this we really give it our best effort, then I'm not going to create it. You just refund people their money. Like if you made five sales and you wanted 10, you refund everyone their money, you move on. Maybe it's not worth it to you if there's not enough interest. This is a great low risk way of testing it. All right. I am interrupting myself here briefly to share something I am just truly so excited about, and that is helping you get wildly visible and build brand authority. So if you're listening to this right now and you'd love to up level in your business, but you kind of feel like a best kept secret, then this message is for you. You need a visibility marketing strategy in your business. Having more visibility can lead to new revenue streams, new opportunities, and of course, making more sales. Inside of my three month coaching accelerator, we work one-on-one to craft a custom strategy for your business so that you can not only get that insane visibility, but build the brand authority and sell more of your offers at the same time. My past students inside of this program have doubled their reach on YouTube, created and sold new coaching offers and so much more. I wanna invite you to apply to work with me inside of this three month coaching container. You can get all the details at joinmichelle.co or simply scroll down in your podcasting app and I'll have a link for you there as well. Remember that you are going to test, you are going to try, you are going to iterate, and you're really not committing to any one price or an exact offer forever. I think sometimes the pressure to get this exactly right can be so heavy and then cause us not to do anything. Like I'm guessing if you're listening to this right now, you might have a digital offer in your head or on a Google Doc or in Notion somewhere that is just living. Well, it's not living. It's just this idea has like been shelved off to the side and you're waiting for something. You're waiting for the exact name or more clarity or whatever it may be. But I will tell you that a lot of times you're not going to figure it out by thinking about it more. You have to start actually taking action. Like I shared my first course, I had to beta launch, so I pre-sold it. And then Hobby to Pro, I had this wait list and I only knew that it was something people cared about because I created a survey. So each of these could be small steps that you take towards taking action toward your next offer in your business. Um, When I think about even my coaching offers in my business, there were so many iterations that I want to say that first year or two when I was offering coaching one-on-one, I changed the name, I changed the price point, I changed the container size, like how long are we going to be together? Because every time I booked a client, I learned a little bit more. I learned about what was needed and what the timing should look like and how I could best help someone. And so I've changed that and I've grown that and really allowed it to evolve. But one of the best things I can tell you in this, as you're thinking about all of this and processing through it, is to make sure that you actually launch it and don't just play it cool. Like this is not a time to play it cool. You hype that offer up, you market it, you promote it, because when you are excited, they become excited. Your audience becomes excited. And if you're kind of playing it cool, like you talked about it once or twice, you sent one email, that's not exciting. That's not memorable. It didn't get in front of enough people. And if you're not excited, they're not excited. And that leads me to the two reasons why your past offers may not have sold. So I want to talk about that because I'm, I feel like there's someone listening who's like, I've tried this. It didn't go over super well. So if you had a past offer that did not sell, there are two potential problems that are taking place. Number one, it was not a true launch. You might think that the offer itself flopped, but my question would be, was it truly launched? Was there excitement? Was there strategy? Was there a plan? Was there a clear pre-launch period that moves into a true launch and then you have a debrief of information? I think people wanna be around someone who's casting that vision for them and telling them why they need that thing and it takes time for people to warm up to that thing and if you didn't have like a true launch period not to say there needs to be like ad spend and webinars like I'm just saying a launch period if there wasn't a launch period that's problem number one problem number two is that you don't have authority in the space that you're wanting to sell in Something I really like to think about here as we're moving into this next offer in your business is building authority very intentionally around the topic or the thing that you're teaching on. So when we build out new offers in our businesses, sometimes we're pulling, we're like going outside a little bit of the space that people know us for. And that's okay. That's great. That means you're expanding, you're pivoting, you're changing, but... I want you to build authority in these topics, in these areas, before you launch. Now, episode 36 here on the podcast is the first in a little series that I created about brand authority. And I say little series, but this, I mean, it is jam-packed. It is four episodes. It is step-by-step guidance on creating a reputation and building your name in your industry so that you are seen as a trusted source on a specific topic. So if you feel like that might be the reason that your offer hasn't sold well in the past, I wanna encourage you to go back to episode 36, listen through those, it's 36, 37, 38, 39, listen to those and follow each of those steps. There's a free guide, it is is just jam-packed because this is one of those steps that absolutely cannot be skipped. Even if the offer is awesome, it is dialed in, you got a copywriter, you got all the fancy softwares. If you are not the authority and someone doesn't trust you in that area, then you've skipped the whole thing, right? Like you just cart before the horse. So that's going to be a great resource for you there. Okay. I hope that these have been helpful tips for you here today on how to avoid investing way too much time in a product that your audience may not like. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this episode. You can always shoot me a DM on Instagram. And if you wanna hear more about this kind of thing, digital offers getting started with them and how to build these out in your own business, let me know so I can make more episodes like this in the future. All right, I will see you guys next week for our passive and diversified revenue series continuation